Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. When it comes to dealing with the coronavirus situation, the UAE is very much prepared for the worst and is very much prepared. Um, a number of people have been sending in their questions, with good reason, as well, in the last couple of days, uh, none more so than this morning as well. been asking you for your updates. Uh, but when it comes to preparation, according to the UAE government, who's been handling the situation and making uh, the large decisions depending on developments every day, as you have seen, they are very much monitoring the situation as it develops. Uh, you have many questions about the coronavirus or COVID-19, as the WHO has given uh, the virus a new name. We're very lucky to be joined in the studio now by a man who's very much in demand for answers and more. He's more than happy to address some of those concerns, to give us uh, his thoughts on the situation. He is the Acting General Director of the National Media Council. Uh, Jabba Al-Lamki joins us live in the studio. Jabba, thank you so much indeed for being with us. Thank you, Tom. Really appreciate your time uh, this afternoon, as it's just after midday. And let's start with uh, a concern that a number of our listeners have addressed, that of COVID-19 or the novel coronavirus. It is certainly a, a big story here in the UAE, as it is internationally at the moment. Media very much focusing on uh, the virus and its spread in recent weeks. What is the government doing to contain the spread here at the moment, from your understandings? Thank you, Tom, for having me here. I think this is a very important topic that uh, the audience, they need to get an update on a regular basis. Uh, so since the uh, outbreak of coronavirus, the UAE government has um, uh, immediately taken uh, the first steps to monitor and alert all the government agencies. Uh, and we're talking here about the airports, the Ministry of Health, Ministry of Education, and all government partners uh, has been uh, part of the National uh, Crisis Management Room where uh, we have representatives from every government agency and we are having a daily um, uh, operations room that we keep monitoring and, and, and observing the situation and how it is um, getting um, spread uh, globally. Um, the UAE, in terms of... Uh, uh, their, their preparedness, as you very much said at the very beginning, uh, we are very, very comfortable uh, with all our uh, uh, healthcare medical system. Uh, we are very much uh, uh, aware of all the challenges that people um, are being concerned in terms of the travel bans, um, the educational system. So every every government employee from um, at the senior uh, leader management um, in, in in the UA government are on top of um, the, the situation right now. Um, I don't see there is any major concern mm. for panic. Um, I think people should live their life normally. Um, the coronavirus has the main reason when we see from the media is we are dealing with the unknown, and I think that is what is creating all of this uh, um, kind of uh, an interest in terms from a media perspective. However, um, the United Arab Emirates is a member um, of um, a, a research team as well with the WHO. Uh, we have representative doctors uh, who are currently um, within all global major players in the market uh, trying to understand how this virus is evolving and what are the right solutions for it. And hopefully we'll have some breakthrough very soon. Obviously, you mentioned and highlighted the, the, the fact that the UAE has systems in place, um, as we've seen the world does at the moment, as the world tries to address some of the concerns. Maybe you can give us a bit of insight into the systems and the equipment that are in place here 
in the UAE to both detect any forthcoming cases uh, of the virus, but also contain those that are here. Right. So when it comes from, um, let's, let's just start by talking about the thermal scanning machines at the airports. Those are one of the early detection systems that if somebody has any high fever, it will be detected as they come into the country. Um, and then if there are any suspected cases, we will take them to a different track route where we do a, a swap check in terms of the saliva, in terms of uh, trying to just to make sure that they are not uh, carrying the virus. Um, from a healthcare point of view, every hospital uh, and clinic in the United Arab Emirates from Abu Dhabi till Fujairah, uh, they've been given all the workshops in terms of how to deal with the coronavirus. So I'm talking about the medical staff. So mm. they are fully aware if there is any case that comes to the hospital, there are two different tracks based on the country. So there is a checklist when they're going to ask you if you have a high fever, if you came from China recently or from Thailand or from any other countries of those who are affected, uh, they're going to be taken into a different treatment room. Um, when we're talking about the cases that are being now at the quarantine, um, um, I think now what we, what we can confirm, because people, they had the concerns not to go to the hospitals. Yeah. And that is absolutely, again, is, is a, a misconception or they don't understand how the medical facilities are being built. So we have the highest standards in the in the UAE when it comes to designing the architect of the hospital and what they call them the isolation room are uh, negative pressure rooms where people are being kept there for quarantine and this is not just only for coronavirus it could be for TB for any other um, kind of. Uh, um, um, mm. public health concerns that we kept in those uh, specific rooms, which there is no way uh, that the virus could travel through those uh, air ducts. Or, yeah. or, and I think that's one of the things that I think is very important to explain to the audience. Um, in terms of information, and this is obviously something that's very key to, to, to you and your role, the National Media Council, um, we know that not just here in the UAE, but in other parts of the world, misinformation can be crucial uh, and can be very damaging in these situations. We know that misinformation is being shared on social media, uh, specifically when it comes to COVID-19. Your opinion, what are the official sources that people need to go to in order to check for the latest information? Um, I'm I'm glad that you have mentioned that, Tom. And I think um, misinformation and disinformation and fake news are the biggest yeah. challenge for us in the media industry in general, uh, not just only in coronavirus, but in so many other things. Um, I think for the people, they need to really go uh, to the official websites of the Ministry of Health or the Department of uh, Health Authority in Dubai or uh, Dhabi Health Authority. These are the main sources for information when it comes about the updates from the coronavirus, as well as when you're talking about the news related to education or airports. So I would suggest and urge everyone to get their information from the official UAE government sources. Mm. And that will give you an insight on daily basis on the updates. Um, now, there are other websites where if you're seeking uh, some additional information from um, a, a public health point of view, WHO is a very good website that you can refer to it uh, about the do's and don'ts on the coronavirus. And I think we've been working very closely with all our strategic stakeholders across the government in terms of raising the awareness. And me being part of this program today is just part of that raising awareness for people. So I think um, that's the key message today. We really don't need to panic. We don't see there is any any concerns at the moment. Yes, it's a serious. Uh, and I think this is the difference when we're talking about the seriousness of the virus uh, versus how 
how panicking people are right yeah. now. Uh, I think we need to be really careful in terms of how we take things uh, out of proportion sometimes because of the social media uh, conversation that has happened. We really appreciate you being here answering these questions. And I think that shows the transparency and the willingness for National Media Council and other government organisations to come and give information. To that end... Can we talk about personal accountability? Because a lot of people are getting information at the moment. They're getting messages coming in from their friends saying, oh, have you heard this? Have you heard that? Etc. Are there penalties in place for people that are spreading misinformation out there at the moment deliberately? And do we need to be more personally accountable for that information? I, I think, Tom, you're raising, again, a very important question here. Um, people, they need to be accountable uh, in terms of what they share and what they don't share. Yeah. Um, I think everyone one has uh, a social responsibility towards the community as well. And I'm not just talking about in English. It is in English, in Arabic, Tagalog, and all other languages. I mean, there are different conversations are happening in the UAE. And, you know, we have more than 200 nationalities. And I think that's it's a two-way commitment or responsibility. Yes, the government has to play a role in informing the community members. But also the community members, they have to be also responsible in terms of what do they tweet or what do they share on Facebook. So I think uh, we cannot afford today... Um, uh, allowing such type of misinformation to continue. Um, and I think I urge everyone really to go and, and, and refer to the official sources when they're talking to their family members inside the country or outside the country. Do we also have to be a little bit more flexible these days? And the reason I ask that is that, you know, I'm looking at reports coming through from health, education, business, tourism, all the industries that you've mentioned a little earlier on, all the authorities working towards ensuring the safety and security of all residents here in the UAE. And this is a fluid situation. It's an evolving situation which is changing every single day. So we therefore, as residents and citizens, need to do our bit to be flexible with those changes and plans. Absolutely, absolutely. And as you said, you know, we have to be, uh, we, we need to accommodate some of these yeah. situations and changes. Um, um, and, as, and as things develop, uh, and, and we need to keep a really a close eye in terms of what are the new measures that the country might take? And again, mm. there are lots of learning lessons uh, within the UAE as well as what we're seeing with other countries are doing. Uh, and this is a continuous uh, cycle of reviewing of certain policies and procedures to ensure the safety and the security of the community. So I think we need to have a little bit of uh, a flexibility to understand we're doing it for the greater reason in terms of to protect uh, our beloved ones from uh, getting the situation out of control. But just to reiterate your point from earlier as well, that there are preparations in place at the moment. There are plans being put into place. Absolutely, no doubt. I can tell you we have in our operations centre, we have more than 500 Emirati men and female are working around the clock 24 by 7 making phone calls, tracing all those cases, updating and these across all government agencies and and that is something I really I would like to give them a shout out and thank them for all what they're doing, really it's a great job Yeah, I think that's a sentiment that all of us would like to say thank you to them as well Uh, Just want to ask you about travel if I may sir, because um, again this is one of those things, So, just going back to my point of misinformation, a lot of people sending text messages around at the moment or things on social media saying there's going to be a ban on travel, there's going to be a ban on certain people from travelling. What is the latest with regards to travel advisories? I think um, in, in general, um, each and again, back to the responsibility of the individuals, they really need to uh, 
be aware of the situation on the destination that they would like to travel in. Uh, I would say general comment here, uh, public hygiene and uh, personal hygiene is very important. Uh, do your due diligence before you book any flights uh, and keep following the updates from the government because these situation, again, uh, we, 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 take in, we take them into consideration case by case in, in some of the developing countries like now. Um, you know, in China, we have... Um, China, Thailand, I think these the, the, the places mm. where, and, and Iran for basically the, the places that right now uh, we highly don't recommend anyone to travel. So if you don't have to travel, I would say uh, uh, enjoy the UAE and have, and have some fun. Uh, the Acting Director General of the National Media Council, Mr. Jabba al Lamke, is with us here in studio. We have one more question. Are you okay to answer yeah, one more sure question? I'm- Listen, we're just going to break very quickly, then we'll come back uh, and pose that one to you as well. As we uh, work together with the National Media Council to uh, give you peace of mind, I think that's one of the things we're doing here. Uh, Jabba via his very presence here in studio, answering your questions and concerns is what we're trying to do. Be more transparent and give you peace of mind as to what is being done to try and counter the coronavirus uh, concerns at the moment. You're listening to The Agenda. It's all about your news and your views. On Dubai I 103.8. Very special guest joining us live in studio. And a huge thanks on behalf of all the team at Dubai I 103.8, all the team at the Arabian Radio Network uh, for uh, Mr. Jabba Al-Lamki, the Acting Director General of the National Media Council, who's taken time out of a very busy, busy schedule uh, to come in uh, to allay some of our concerns and fears and answer your questions as well. And we thank him and all the team at the NMC for doing exactly that for us. Uh, a couple of questions coming through, uh, Jabba, with regards to events at the moment. And again, you and I were talking just a few minutes ago about the fact that this is an evolving situation. This is an evolving um, uh, issue at present. So that decisions are being taken in line with recommendations from different authorities. Somebody texting in about the cancellation of certain events and activities. Is that something that the government themselves are responsible for or the organisation of said events. No, no, I think the, the government has not issued any any declaration that or recommendation to cancel any events. I think people, again, they should have peace of mind and enjoy their life and the activities across the, uh, across the board. But it might be some of the organizers that they have taken an extra uh, measure that they want to cancel it, and we entirely understand. But we don't see right now there is any reason really to cancel any, any of these events because, again, um, we, we are fully aware of the situation. Uh, we are so confident about our healthcare system. We are so confident about the surveillance system when it comes to people coming into the country. Um, so there is no really um, a, a, a genuine reason to cancel. So I urge people just to enjoy their life and continue their events and programs as it has been scheduled. I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I really appreciate your time because I know it's so busy for you at the moment. So I really appreciate you coming into the studio and answering a few of these questions. Just finally to wrap up, uh, for anybody that is concerned out there at the moment, if they're concerned that maybe they're starting to show symptoms, maybe one of their loved ones is starting to show symptoms, what is the advice? Is it to seek medical advice? I, I think definitely it is to seek medical advice. And and I think, and again, I'm not a doctor or a physician to, to answer that in details, but I would always urge people to go back to their family medicine or family doctor or or the clinics and someone uh, who will give them the right advice on the situation. But again, when it comes to the system, uh, uh, symptoms, sorry, uh, it, it is about... It, 
you would have a high fever at the beginning. So you might not even know if it is mm. a normal flu or it's a coronavirus. So I, I think we cannot just speculate that because if you are having a high fever that you're a coronavirus. And I think this is a very important message to the community. Um, do not really take things out of proportion. Seek your medical advice from your doctors. Um, They're private sector or government sector and you can, they can give you the right advice probably better than, than me on, on, on the radio. And away from the medical advice, advice in general from the National Media Council uh, to residents and citizens out there. You've just used that word speculation. Uh, speculation is all good and well, but can be, uh, it can be dangerous in situations like this. What would be your advice to residents out there? My, my advice to them, again, uh, stay calm, um, uh, do fact-checking, uh, do ask the right people the right questions, uh, do not share uh, unnecessary or false videos um, or, or, or Twitter advices without any consent because again you may cre- you may be part of creating a chaos and a problem unnecessarily so i think is back to the original official channels that to get the information from them can't thank you enough for your time thank, thank you so you. much indeed for coming into the studio really appreciate your time really appreciate your advice uh, to you sir mr jabba al lamki the acting director general and all your team as well at the national media council we thank you from the bottom of our hearts thank you sir this is dubai i 103.8